Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We have uh, spoken a great deal about bail reform in this country and with good reason. Now we have the mayor of uh, Edmonton, Mayor Sohi, asking the federal justice minister, David Lametti, to take immediate action on the issue of bail reform, and this is after a father of seven who was stabbed to death at an LRT station, random attack. Random attack. The National Police Federation, and I'm looking at their news release, National Police Federation recommends progressive data-driven approach to bail reform in Canada. Scott Newark. Former Alberta Crown Attorney, Senior Policy Advisor to Federal and Quebec Public Safety Ministers, and he was the vice chair as well of the Ontario Office for Victims of Crime. Scott, it's, it, it, it has to happen. It has to happen now. There's no time to be wasted because the crimes that we're reporting on and that you know about and you know the, the National Police Federation better than any of us, better than most of us, certainly better than I do, it, it's, it has to happen now. Yeah. And that's why I uh, think that this uh, approach by the uh, National Police Federation, and that's the, uh, the, it's a real union for the RCMP officers that came about as a result of a Supreme Court of Canada ruling a number of years ago. And they've just been, they've been in place for a couple of years, but I am very encouraged uh, by uh, this uh, press release. And not just because they're issuing a press release, but because it is, this is the uh, organization of a frontline law enforcement officers taking strategic um, steps to try to advance this policy reform. Because, you know, everybody on the front lines, whether they want to admit it or not, is aware of the reality you and I have discussed for decades of our justice system, which is that a disproportionately large volume of crime is committed by a disproportionately small number of offenders. And so when you take steps at that, either operationally or in policy, you know, led, including legislative reform, that's how you get results. And unfortunately, we had a lot of success over the years, and you were, you were frankly a big part of it because it was making it public and exposing it that it increased the political pressure. And that's why I'm so encouraged to see this, because it's... Um, uh, informed recommendations it's informed recommendations to actually get the results that we're, we're trying to get and um, that's the way we did things years ago when I was at the Canadian Police Association and I mean I love it they actually you gotta probably one of the most important uh, things about this is that they held this briefing it was a breakfast sort of a session but they did it at the um, uh, event where all of the premiers got together and they were discussing a bunch of different issues, including criminal justice reform. And, you know, that's good, smart tactics. We did stuff like that before as well. 
And what I also really liked about it is that their recommendations are very precise. It's not just about amending, you know, a section of the criminal code to deal with this stuff. It's much, much more broadly based and understanding of what's actually needed. And some of the things, I, I must admit, Roy, when I was reading them, I was thinking back to some of our original conversations back in the early 90s when the then Kretjen government was starting the reforms for the most serious offenders. And um, one of the things that was in the legislation originally was in relation to uh, the inclusion of electronic monitoring of offenders. And it was only, it was on your show, and I think it was a guy who was a DA from uh, Washington State. Doug Walsh. Doug Walsh, the, about, Doug Walsh was the uh, assistant attorney general in, uh, at Washington State. Yeah, I mean, it was great. And, you know, there, we've had all sorts of uh, progress on that. But when you read through the different recommendations, and there's a total of um, six of them, sorry, seven of them, that uh, they're precise in talking about the uh, importance and the need for enhanced monitoring and supervision of offenders. In Scott, other words, hello, electronic monitoring. Is that, the one that, is that the one that you, consider, that you would consider to be the most immediately necessary? Well, actually... The legal authorizations for it are in place. What hasn't happened, though, is sufficient funding, whether it's by the feds or the provinces, and it's starting to expand. But that is what the necessary step, uh, next steps are. Look, I had a thought. I had a thought, Scott. I had a thought. The uh, when you and I talked the other day, after I hung up, I had a thought because you were you were really bang on with what you were talking about, and the the uh, the National Police Federation. Bring, actually uses the phrase catch and release yep. in, the, in their news release. But the thought I had was each time somebody who's on bail is released and commits a crime, you create another victim. Correct. And that is sometimes forgotten in the anger over the, over the bail release and the, the crime being committed. You create another victim. And by extension, you create more victims. Yeah. If a and mother and a wife is murdered in Toronto by somebody who's on bail right. or is accused or is charged with it, you create more victims. Yes. I mean, that, that really is the point. And that's why an important part of this, and I, I was encouraged to see their uh, reflection on uh, uh, data sharing and data accuracy, um, I, as you, I think you may remember uh, when I uh, went out to help uh, Jason Kenney when he was the, uh, the leader of the uh, United what? Conservative Party on rural crime, and afterwards he asked me to help with the uh, platform that yeah. they ran on, yeah. and we included something that uh, I think I called it the uh, Public's Right to Know the Truth Act, which was to more accurate reporting of crimes that are committed, for example, on bail, and let's do it by judicial districts so that citizens have a right to know, hey, wait a minute, how come in, you know, our judicial district, it, you know, there's four times as many crimes committed by people on bail. Are the judges, you know, just giving out bail when okay. they shouldn't be? Okay, Are buddy. the prosecutors not doing their job in, in trying to do all this stuff? You need the information. you got to ask the right questions to get at the, uh, yep. the right facts. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.